Hello and welcome back to the Dear Next Gen podcast. Today we are joined by Ashley. You are going to learn a lot from this episode and hopefully be inspired to rethink your view on owning a home, buying a home, and all of those adult type of things. Ashley is the reason why we were able to see that come to life in our situation and she was honestly just willing to have a lot of conversations when it was very premature it was just ideas just thoughts and a lot of questions so we are really grateful that she was able to chat with us on this topic and just even what it's like working in her field one last thing is that in the links of these shows there's obviously the guest information And then also a new little section where there are ways for you to be able to support the podcast by purchasing through our affiliate links. So at the moment, we are not taking traditional sponsorships where we like read a segment out. We're going to save those for like monthly episodes and just we want to be really careful about what we promote and we want things to be able to be listened to later on and for everything to still be relevant and things that we still love. So to support the podcast you can scroll down leave a review and then also shop through any of our links for some of our favorite brands okay and one last thing so sorry about the previous recording for the intro if it sounds a little off it is because i'm recording from a tiny microphone on my laptop in france we're in a really cool town i'll tell you guys more about it another time but just like every guest we ask ashley what would you tell your high school self? And here's what she had to say. No, you sent this to me and I was like, this is like a hard question for me. Is it? But I feel like it's got to be like just hang in there because high school really wasn't easy for me, school in general. Like I wasn't a student who learning came easy to. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm a very like hands-on, learn-as-you-go kind of person. So like reading a book or like listening to a teacher just stand in the front of the class and like teach you stuff like just was like in one ear out the other like my brain is just like going a million miles a minute I'm thinking of a million things I need to really be focused to like learn and once you get out of high school it's like a whole other world you're like a new baby again after high school (laughs) going into the world and it's like depending on what you're gonna do like it's just, yeah, it's just you got to hang in there and just get through it. And there's a whole other life after that. And you can make it whatever you want to be. So, wow. For that shocks me a little bit that you okay. say that because you are like so talented oh, and your yeah. job requires books, reading things, admin work, action, uh, being in but front a lot of people. hands on. Yeah, like a lot okay. of it is like as we go, right? So it's like, yeah, we do a couple courses a few times a year. But again, they're all things that like we typically do on a regular basis, right? So if I'm taking a course on like strata stuff, it's stuff that I know and I'm using on a regular basis. So it, I already know it and it becomes a little bit easier. Things that are applicable. Well, exactly. For people who don't know you, this is Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> And I have the honor and the privilege of knowing her, mostly through her selling us our home and helping us find what 
our first home was together. So I'm so grateful for you. And oh, thank you. And I'm proud of you because we get to watch um, all the growth that you've had and all the different things you've been facing in a time where home ownership is probably scary. It is very, I think, for a lot of people. And I think a lot of people think that it's very out of reach for them, especially in the province that we live in. But I don't think it needs to be scary. And it, yeah. it, and it is in reach for people. They just don't know how to make it. Hmm. So. so for us personally, I never mm -hmm. thought in my life, just because of the background of like my family and how they view homeownership and mm -hmm. for my husband's family, it's a little bit different. And everybody kind of has their own like history with whether they're renting, leasing, yeah. buying things. How, um, yeah, how do you kind of like explain to people just the basics of the market? I have a loaded question, but I like, know that is. <laughs> it's an adult word. It seems like, oh, the market, like, I don't know. It is. And I think that like for a lot of people, they think of home ownership. And again, like you said, it, it could be very well on their upbringing and what they're used to. You know, if they come from a family that maybe has rented their whole life and has never owned, they might have a very different view and just assume that home ownership is out of reach and they're never going to be able to afford it. Where if they actually sat down with someone and was like, this is what you need to do. And if mm -hmm. you want it, you can make it happen. Just like anything in life, right? If you want something bad enough, you can make it happen. You just have to work hard to get there. Yeah. I think that's really good encouragement for people is even just the sitting down part. And I feel like for us, that was even oh, yeah. how the ball got rolling was just being willing yeah. to to hear what is it actually like and it's hard to find credible resources and there's also a lot of real estate shows out there that are crazy to watch oh do you watch God. any of them oh i watch them all are you kidding okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah i was wondering like, what do you guys think watching that are you like oh must be nice or are you like this is so like i don't know they cut all the real real work that gets done they do yeah i mean depending on what show like if you're talking like the hgtv or like the selling sunset and the selling million dollar sunset, listing. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, like obviously selling sunset and mil even million dollar listing, like it's a different ball game. Their luxury, I think, also selling sunset is um, more of a reality kind of maybe not so reality show. <laughs> um, yeah, right. So it's like more of the storyline with them, but. Yeah, I mean, luxury, luxury real estate is very different. But yeah, the real world here where we live is a little bit different. And I think the most important thing is just like getting that team, getting that sit down and just like really figuring out what it means for you. Mm -hmm. Because I think some people are shocked. Yeah, you mentioned a team and only through the process that I kind of understand more yeah. about what that looks like. People maybe think, well, I would say the younger generation, say they do acquire a lot of money because there is more disposable income for people who are able to be like tech savvy or in the yeah. creative space. Um, who is part of like a team? Like, can I just go online, buy a house and be done? It's not really like online shopping. So yeah, no, who's it's part not. of that? What is so that like? your main two are going to be like your realtor and your mortgage broker. Those are going to be your top two people who are going to help you through your realtor is obviously going to help you with like contract stuff, finding you a home, going through the process of that, where your mortgage broker is really going to 
nail down how much you can afford, what your payments are going to be. You know, mm-hmm. they're going to go, they're going to be the ones that require all your, you know, T4 slips and your notice of assessments and um, pay stubs, all those kind of things. Me as like a realtor, I actually don't need to see anything financial from you, okay. which some people are like, I'm like, I don't need to even see that you're approved. It's, I'm trusting in you. It's a trust between a client and a realtor and a mortgage broker and yourself, but it definitely seems to be more seamless when you're working with a realtor and a mortgage broker who work coincide together. Like it's just, they mesh, they know what they're doing. They can Mm -hmm. rely, they trust, everything just stays, you know, as a group and a team between everyone. Because everybody in the end has the same outcome. We want this person to end up with wherever they want to be and what buy what they want to buy. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I love how we just like dived into like the real tea of real estate and the questions, but <laughs> I want to know how did you even get here? Because yeah, you mentioned how you kind of thought when you're in school and yeah. I know personally that you're very creative and yes. multi-passionate and good at different things. So how did you even end up I here? Appreciate that. Well, it's kind of a funny story and it's a long story, so I'll try and make it short, but I was actually 17. I was still in high school when I started in real estate, which people are just like, what? What? I did not know that. I know. I was 17. Um, So when I was in high school, I'm going off track here, but uh, I actually did one of the co-op programs through high school. So that was where you basically take half a grade 11 and half a grade 12 and go off and do schooling for a trade. So Mm -hmm. I did hairdressing. So I went and did that. And I thought I was going to be a hairdresser. Again, that's like the creativity in me that was like, I was always doing my friend's hair, braiding, you know, you know, school dances, everyone's at my house or I'm going to people's houses. I'm the last one to get my hair done because I'm curling yeah, everybody, you're doing everybody else's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. So um, that's where I think the creativity, but yeah, grade 12 it was like a couple months and my aunt was a realtor and she worked for a developer and she was like hey like we're looking for someone just on the weekends to work in the show home mm. um you know you're turn you're opening up all the show homes you're when people come in they fill out little cards with their names if they're working with a realtor how they heard about us you know basic kind of information wow. you would just be entering that you'll learn some computer stuff for contracts and so I was like uh yeah and at the time I was in grade 12 and it was like 15 bucks an hour. And I was like, uh, yeah, I'll do yeah. it. Like, that was a great first job. <laughs> right. And that was, I mean, a long time ago. So that was, that was when minimum wage was like $8. So it was a yes. big <laughs> job. Um, but yeah, the first weekend I worked there, I was like, I just loved it. And I remember the sales manager I was working with, was like, if you stick and do this, like, you're going to be amazing and you're going to go so far. And it just like always stuck with me. And mm. I stuck with it once I finished that project. Um, there was a little bit of a lull. I went to another project in South Surrey and I worked there. I went to um, like Newton area and I worked in townhomes. That was a big like 400 unit complex there. It was beautiful. So there was like condos and townhouses there. Mm-hmm. 
And then I went on and that's when I switched and worked for um, like a marketing company. It was a realtor in the office that I'm working for now. His name is Steve Harder. I don't know if you've heard of him, <laughs> but heard, yeah. Momentum Realty um, there now. But yeah, he... Um, I started working with him and we did a lot more of the design stuff. He did all the ads and that's where I was like, oh, I love doing like this type of stuff as well. And this was way before yeah. social media. And yeah, I just kind of like took off from there and started being way more creative and like branding and pulled it all together. And here I am. Yeah. You made real estate documents look pretty. Yeah, I know. <laughs> right. It's, it's, it's hard because it's like, another full-time job which i'm sure you know like just that like design space you can get lost in all of that for hours like yeah doing little things here and there but wow yeah i did not know that that's really fun i know yeah. it's like it feels like a lifetime ago but yeah it was that first weekend and just stuck with it and yeah and it took someone encouraging you which i like yeah that's a good reminder for us now that like we've been in whatever fields we're in for a while and mm -hmm. anybody listening is that yeah go ahead and encourage the person and let them know if you see potential because yeah. someone saw potential in you totally and it was like we just like clicked and it was just like I loved what I was doing and I think that that makes a big you know I think when someone's not happy in the job that they're in it reflects everything everyone around you knows that you're not happy mm. you're not giving it your all and when you are happy and you're enjoying where you're working makes all the difference. Yeah. For some reason, real estate feels like a job that would be really hard to do if you're unhappy doing that type of work. Oh, yeah. And it is not be, for everybody. <laughs> no. And I think like any job, right? There's there's good and bad days. I mean, just like anything and just like in life, but you just yeah. got to roll with the punches and just like go for it. But you got to find find the happy <laughs> yeah find the happy in it just like yeah. any job that's so true yeah when it comes to um you specifically as mm -hmm. a real estate agent you mentioned like yeah what you guys do is not always the same as what a mortgage broker does right. um I was wondering if you could share a little bit on like what does the day-to-day -day look like like what what is oh your my gosh yeah what my is a typical week maybe an overview yeah, of so it can be very different depending on kind of what's going on i mean um for instance right now so um this week i have a listing appointment so i'm busy prepping for that usually takes me i mean i usually spend a couple of days kind of prepping for that so going through looking at all the listings finding comparables for that home so that getting a good idea if it's a little bit outside of my everyday day-to-day -day market mm -hmm. um, and really just kind of understanding and studying the market in that area so that when I go and meet with the clients I have a full understanding of everything um, and then with that you know comes like the marketing and digital side so like meeting photographers meeting stagers uh, videographers um, I do floor plans for all my listings so mm -hmm. you know all those things meeting appointments for that and then it's a lot of computer stuff, which I think people don't really think about in real estate is like mm -hmm. all the back end stuff. That yeah, they don't show that on the shows. They no, just show they the walkthroughs and the dresses and the heels. Exactly right. I mean, when you're doing, you know, $15 million listings, you probably have assistants and people under you yeah, that are I doing most so. of that work for you. But uh, which I 
did hire an assistant recently. So that's been a huge thing for me lately. Yeah, congratulations. Having some help. Yeah, it was, you know, taking that leap, right? So, but I'm excited. I think it's going to propel me to the yeah, next level. It's so. going to free you for for time to do different things that are important for exactly yeah for growing your business would you say that oh yeah sorry sorry you go first (laughs) I was gonna say hopefully keep me off the computer at midnight you know like in bed with my laptop trying to get all the back end stuff done yeah well that that kind of like ties into what I was gonna ask was do you find that real estate is a good flexible career for people I mean you're a mother of two (laughs) I am (laughs) yes it is like, and that's what I love most about it is it is super flexible. Like I, my daughter is at preschool right now and I was able to go and drop her off. My son is having a nap and I am here with you. So it's a lot of juggling, but you just make it work. And I'm so lucky that I have parents and mother-in-law that live very close by and help me a lot when needed. Mm-hmm. But yeah, most of my appointments are kind of like evenings and weekends, which are nice because most people who work like that nine to five job, I meet with them after their hours. After so, their work. Yeah. Okay. So my husband's home. He can be with the kids and I'm on the road. Some days yeah. it's like he's walking in and I'm walking out. <laughs> you just give a high five. Yeah. See ya in a Tag little bit. Tag you're it. <laughs> <laughs> Tag you at you work. Yeah. What if someone is not as extroverted or confident and stuff like that? Are there other roles that like you would suggest within the space or is there anything you would say to kind of get people out of their shells if they're like, no, I am passionate about real estate and all this, but I'm nervous to meet strangers every day. Well, first of all, I am a total introvert. Like, really? Oh, yeah. Like, I'm never raising my hand or (laughs) volunteering for anything like that. But um, I'm for me, I'm a very good like one-to-one person or one-to-two people, right? Like I'm good meeting small groups, which is why I think it's this job is so great because I never Mm -hmm. feel nervous or like scared to meet with someone kind of face-to-face. It would be more like the big, you know, like conferences, like if I was doing like a presentation or something like that, that's like, no, 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 thank you. (laughs) Okay. So that's good to know. Yeah. You don't have to be like the best public speaker in the world. No. Yeah, you're just you're having small interactions. Yeah. And relationship building. I feel like every person Absolutely. you work with, it's not usually a one day thing. It's a relationship. Yeah. And I mean, every realtor does their business differently. Like for me, like I'm going to say like 95% of my business is repeat and referral. So that is people that I know and then people that I know referring their friends and family so Mm -hmm. that is I do not do online leads I do not pretty much meet strangers ever um it's all people who we have kind of somewhat connection with wow so that's that's always comforting too right like you're not meeting like a total stranger yeah Hmm. I'm wondering about like when it comes to technically are you uh, would you say it's like you're in a team but you're self-employed or that kind of thing. I'm definitely self-employed. So okay. that is a whole other kind of like ball game. Like a lot of people don't know that like about real estate because you like work for a company. Like I work for Remax and mm-hmm. they just assume everything kind of gets done from that. But like, no, as a realtor, you are self-employed. It's up to you. So you can work as you, much. You and as, yeah. And you can work as much and as little as you want. I mean, when I had my uh, daughter, I came back to work after a few months and 
just not like super heavy, but yeah, I came back to work pretty quick with my son. I was like, you know what? No, I want to take some more time off. And for me, it was more like if I have a client, like if you had called me and been like, hey, we're thinking about moving, I would have been like, of course. But yeah. like, I wasn't really like actively like calling or like emailing people like, hey. Yeah. Because you just you had your baby. Yeah. <laughs> so I wanted to kind of like enjoy the time. But that is the nice thing about this business mm. is that it's up to you. If you it's work hard, you I mean, it. the possibilities are endless, which is amazing with this job, but it is, you know, a lot of hard work and not a lot of new agents like make it. I think people get into mm -hmm. it thinking it's going to be easy. I mean, like any job, right? <laughs> but when you rely on yourself and you have to make things happen, you know, it's a lot of hustle to get yeah. those paychecks. So it takes a bit of motivation to. Yeah. How important is like streamlining processes now that you've been in it for a while? huge absolutely huge and you have to implement systems to stay on track especially if i mean if you're new into the business and you're only doing a handful of deals a year like it's a learning as you go process too sometimes it's just like you're running around like your chicken with a chicken with your head cut off right like yeah. it's, you're just like treading water trying to make things and keep things afloat but um yeah everything your business will propel crazy once you have some systems and normalcy in your business for sure it's a good piece of advice for people i feel like that works in any industries once you've done Absolutely. a couple write yeah. it down <laughs> exactly and i always like sometimes like even just like questions that i get asked i'm like oh my gosh like mm. everyone asks that i like write that question down and i'm like this needs to be like an email or like this needs to be on my website right like yeah us, I think I'm sure it's the same as you like you kind of forget like you don't know that people don't know right yes. like you forget that they don't know all the things that like you know and that you do yeah or the so, terms or the exactly right or the it's, lingo that's used <laughs> exactly especially for like first-time home buyers or first-time sellers like we were talking about before like yeah. they have, you don't know right like and ask the questions like i always say to my clients i'm like you're never bugging me if you wake up at 3 a.m text me email me like whatever it will not bug me yeah. like just ask the question like ask that's the what question we're here and, for and you'll right? get to it yeah yeah exactly right you definitely ask um, you're know. you definitely helped us i would say with even the terminology in the real estate world <laughs> For a lot of first-time home buyers, it is just the internet that's your credible source, or maybe a parent or two. But exactly, just even knowing like this is this word, this is what that means. If I ask for this, here's where you can get it. Like things yeah. like that was was really good to have. Plus, it was in a cute package, so yeah, that helps make it nice. And <laughs> that helped for me <laughs> exactly, right? For someone like my husband who really wants to know the ins and outs of things, that was yeah. incredibly helpful. Yeah. And I think just building the resources, like I think my Canva is just full with like a million different yes. things that I'm like, <laughs> I told um, Emma, who is my assistant, who I just hired, I'm like, you need to just like go into my Canva and just like pull it all together because I'm like, I have a lot of things everywhere. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like, like working on this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Stories here, posts here, document exactly. here, email, <laughs> graphic. Yeah. Totally can relate to that. Yes. Um, well, I am just so grateful for you just sharing a peek into it. Is there anything you would say to someone who 
yeah, who really feels, well, luckily I'm chatting with you. And then I also get to chat with Tori that we both Yay! love. Love <laughs> she's, Tori. Yeah. She's a mortgage broker and I'm going to be chatting with her soon, but that will be maybe more. I'll ask her a lot about uh, like the finance side yeah. and like she and, is the finance whiz. So. She is. I'm like, Tori's the queen of knowing, <laughs> knowing how to make you feel comfortable talking about money. I know. And it's hard to like, (laughs) money is super awkward to talk about. And she just makes you feel so comfortable. She is just like that, like big sister that like, you know what I mean? Like she's a family member that cares about you and she wants the best for you. I mean, there's a lot of mortgage brokers out there that. Yeah. (laughs) Personally, this is our story is. Yeah amazing. Well, she's also the reason why I got connected with you. So I feel like that's an extra reason to be grateful. But for just like the home search buying side, I think people are becoming, yeah, like I mentioned, like more tech savvy and they have the apps where you can look at homes. They're looking at homes in other areas and places and comparing and being like, ugh, and being defeated. Like, what would you say to people who are just defeated thinking they will never see homeownership homeownership (laughs) yeah no I think that like the number one biggest misconception I think with like first-time buyers and like whether you've been told this by someone or you just assume that like you need 20% down to buy a home like no like you can buy with 5% down like that is the minimum you need but some people or like some parents you know or like, no, you, you can't buy until you need 20% down or, you know what I mean? Like you have this in your head, but it's like, like right now for like an entry one bedroom condo, like you're probably about $400,000, like 5% of that is $20,000. Mm-hmm. If you were waiting to save 20%, that's $80,000. Like that's a lot of money to save. And mm-hmm. chances are, you're probably not saving that unless you have some help from mom and dad other people so, yeah yeah right or like you've won the lottery <laughs> yeah right? like realistically yeah. and I have people who are had been bought out of the market if they had just bought with five percent years ago versus trying to wait to save for 20 they would have had way more than that in equity now right with the market so don't feel like you have to wait for a certain percentage to buy a home if home ownership is your goal meet with a realtor meet with a mortgage broker get in as soon as you can because there's always this cheesy line that like (laughs) i think about every time but it's like the best time to buy real estate was five years ago even two years ago you know what i mean like it's always going to be that. And if it takes you five years to save 20% when you had 5% five years ago, you would have had hundreds of thousands of dollars in equity now. So it's just crazy. I know. So I think a lot of people just have this like misconception that like I need 10, I need 15, I need 20% Mm -hmm. down. And there is definitely a lot of pros having 20 or more percent down when you buy. Yeah. But if you can't get that and you have 25% to buy in now, do it. Mm-hmm. And as long as you were saying, if you have the right team and people with good exactly. intentions, they'll tell you the realities of what it looks like to have a little bit less than what you exactly. And that's why having it. a great mortgage broker is huge because they're going to be the numbers people. They're going to be the ones, you know, like 
what are you comfortable with? What are you, you know, yeah. what are the goals? And I think the number one question when I sit down with someone is like, what do you want your life to look like? What mm -hmm. are your goals? Because just because a bank's willing to give you this amount doesn't mean maybe you shouldn't, you should actually buy that amount, right? Yeah. And max want, out all the way to that. Yeah. Like if you love having your Starbucks coffee every day or every week or hopefully <laughs> us, <laughs> right? Or if you like to like go out for dinners weekly or mm -hmm. travel, like if those are important things that you want to keep, those are still all achievable with home ownership. There's just certain things that you need to look at and how to yeah. make that all work. Different compromises that exactly you know you might not buy your dream home the first round, but it's you can live and travel and do the things yeah. that you you also have on your heart to do. Yeah. Real estate is a stepping stone. You got to step up. You're not going to be buying a detached house for your first home. You know, yeah. I know that all of our parents did and they bought it for $50,000. Yeah. <laughs> like, these are the stories I hear. Right. Exactly. Yes. Unfortunately, but, I was not born. So I yeah, exactly. Right. Like, yeah, of course I should have bought a home when I was a baby, but yeah, it wasn't a thing. Right. And I think, you just got to get in. And if it's a two years and because what I think a lot of people don't realize is rent is super expensive right now. Mm -hmm. Everything that you pay in rent, you don't see. You yeah. never see that money again. You're, you're paying someone's mortgage. Paying someone's mortgage. Where if, yeah, it might be a one bedroom condo. It might be a two bedroom condo. It might not be brand new. It might not be great. But you're paying your mortgage down. That is equity you're building. Mm -hmm. what's right. a um what's like a quick definition of equity equity okay so equity is like money that either you have paid off from your um mortgage or mm -hmm. money that you like say you bought something for four hundred thousand. let's say in the term of a few years you paid ten thousand dollars from that mortgage plus your down mm -hmm. payment you're gonna have a certain amount of money as equity meaning that's money that you can use to buy your new home. That's a down Perfect. payment that you can use to like step up where, you know, people used to be like, yeah, when homes were $300,000 for a townhouse, you could buy a townhouse for your first home, but people mm -hmm. were there for five to seven years. And when I bought my first townhome, I was like, I, even if I don't make a dollar when I sell this, even if I sell this for the exact same dollar that I bought it for, mm -hmm. I've still been paying down my mortgage every single month yes you I'm see that money saving, that money is still a portion of it i guess you know what i mean yeah it's being saved and you can use that it's not wow. always just about money that you're making like oh i made a hundred thousand dollars on the sale of my home or fifty thousand dollars or twenty thousand dollars like it's yeah. also the money that you're putting into it yeah it's like right? another savings account i guess <laughs> exactly right yeah. so those are all things i mean i'm sure you'll touch on them with tori when you talk to her as well mm -hmm. but yeah i think people just don't really know the ins and outs and that's why it's just so important to like sit down and fully understand the process and what everything means mm -hmm. and yeah you mentioned rent is really expensive and i definitely know most people listening struggle with that thought either they're living at home because yeah. it's expensive or or just, you know, trying to make sure their job pays their bills. But I can personally say that the rent prices at the moment are double our mortgage payment. Yeah, I know. For a one bedroom and ten condo. Yeah. Like that is such a blessing, but also exactly it took the risk of just meeting with someone. So. Exactly. And figuring it out, right? And I mean, would you 
you guys would have loved to be in a townhouse when you first bought? Of course. I mean, of course. You know. I want to host everybody. I want a guest bedroom one day, but <laughs> exactly. not yet. <laughs> no, and it's the stepping stone. And you guys have done amazing where you are. And you know that you have that. And every month that you're paying your mortgage, you're paying down and you're having more money in your pocket so that you can move on to the next step. Mm -hmm. I'm excited also to talk to Tori about just like, yeah, first time home buyer stuff. And also people who get really scared because they work a job that's similar to like yours or mine that's just a little less traditional. Yeah. I feel like people think they got to be like these like huge influencers they see who buy homes because they acquired <laughs> millions of dollars. I'm like, there, there's ways to make it work even yeah. if you had student debt two years ago and you finished that. Or even if you don't work like the most stable hours, but you know oh. you have enough to pay the stuff and you inherited a down payment. Lots of people... Yeah. That's been happening recently in like our friend group. Either they have a sibling who put a high percentage down and they feel pressure mm -hmm. or they got inheritance from unfortunately someone passing away and they yeah. go, what do I do with this? Yeah. Even so. I'm seeing a lot of people getting like early inheritances because a lot yeah. of like your parents who have, um, you know, properties, they maybe don't have a mortgage on it anymore. But mm -hmm. I mean that again, when we're talking about equity, like if their home's worth a million dollars, they're sitting on a million you know what I mean like of equity of like money that is mm. theirs right so they're like you know what if it helps our kids get into the market like sure why don't we take you know a bit of money out of that yeah and help them get into that market so I mean yeah it, it is tough but if you want to make home ownership you know a goal and a priority you can make it happen you just ask mom and dad yeah <laughs> so true well where can so now people have learned all the a little oh. bit the reality about it and we chatted about yeah different options when it comes to home ownership a bit yeah. where can people find you if they have questions or if they need someone to help find a place or sell a place um well you can find me on instagram at ashleycasper.ca or ashleycasper.ca uh, is my website as well so those are the two easiest places to find me um, I also work at the Remax Treeland office in Langley. I'm like right by Superstore and the mall, so I'm super central. Um, so if you're ever poking around there, I'm in there sometimes. So perfect. Yeah, I'll leave the links in the podcast episode description awesome. so people can find you. And yeah, you give like a good big sister energy too. And that's Aww, thank you. And that is what. Yeah, this is all about is speaking to people of all different generations and life yeah. stages and just hearing from you, I think, gives a lot of clarity to external conversations I've actually been having this week for some reason, like maybe just because I've been saying I'm going to talk to my real estate agent. But Oh, yeah, no. And I think it's important to like whether it's a friend or someone you know, I think it's important to meet with that person. Like you need to click with your team, whether it be your mortgage broker, mm. or your realtor, you, it there has to be like that open communication you have to trust them and you have to get along with them like all of my clients mm. are my friends like I love seeing all of them like it's kind of like dating I don't know yeah, right <laughs> it's like speed dating you're in a meeting with a bunch of <laughs> which ones do you you know work well with right and mm. yeah you just have to find find your team find your person and if it clicks you guys will take over so yeah, and then all the outcomes will be good, and maybe you have good long-term connections too, which yeah, I think exactly. is awesome to build. 
Perfect. Well, thank you so much, Ashley. Thank you for having me. Oh, I love you. Now go start your own podcast. I know. Oh my gosh. I'm speaking it oh. into into this episode so yeah. some people can hold you accountable. <laughs> one day. Coming coming soon. Yeah, maybe. one day. We would love we would love that and I know yeah. you have a lot of wisdom to share and a lot of real stories that people real don't know stories. about. So yes. If you ever do that, let us know. We'll have you back to talk about yeah, your podcast. Awesome. <laughs> I'm excited. You've you've started something with me, so. <laughs> yeah, I do want to do an episode that's just like the behind the scenes of starting a podcast yeah. because it's much easier than people think, just like home ownership. Okay. <laughs> Make sure you send me that link because I, <laughs> that's what I need. <laughs> yeah, a little step by step. Well, yeah. have a good rest of your day. Thanks for chatting with us. Thank you. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.